One of the roles that Torah plays right now is in giving people a mirror to what they're feeling, what they're experiencing, and maybe even a window <laughs> yeah. to where they want to go. I'm Alana Steinheim, Rosh Beit Midrash and Senior Fellow at the Shalom Hartman Institute. I'm excited to share that I am the host of Texting, a new podcast where ancient wisdom meets contemporary relevance from Hartman's award-winning digital team. On each show, Hartman scholars Christine Hayes, Yona Hain, or Leora Botnitsky will join me to delve into a Torah text that offers insight and inspiration about the issues that matter to you and to our community. I got the feeling from the various explanations that the rabbis gave that God also feels broken. You can listen to texting at shalomhartman.org forward slash texting or wherever you get your podcasts. I look forward to learning with you. Hey there, and welcome back to Take One, the podcast that brings you just one holy page of Talmud each day. And in today's page, Bava Kama 112, come across kind of an interesting brain teaser. Have a listen. Rava says, in the case of children whose father died and left them a cow that he had borrowed, they may use it for the entire duration of its loan. Nevertheless, if it died, they are not liable to pay if its death was caused by an unavoidable accident, despite the fact that the borrower is liable for damage caused by an unavoidable accident. This is because liability for accidental damage pertains only to the actual borrower, i.e. the deceased father. If the children thought that it actually belonged to their father and they slaughtered it and ate it, they are liable to pay the owner the value of the inexpensive meat. In other words, the question here is intriguing. What if a man borrows a cow and uses it for agricultural work and milks it, etc., and then the person dies? What responsibility do the children have regarding that borrowed object? Here to talk about such issues is Take One's resident child expert, Hudson Secret Leibowitz, H10. Hudson, welcome back to your living room. Hi. Uh, it's been a while since we had you on the show, and this is a question that I think was meant for your particular Talmudic scholarship. So let me put it in slightly more modern terms, because I don't think... Do, do I borrow cows? No. No. Have you ever actually seen a live cow? Yes, on a farm. On a farm. Very good. I'm glad your school takes you a nice field trips. But let's put it in slightly more modern terms. Assuming that I borrowed, say, a PlayStation 5 video game system from someone, and then, God forbid, I pass away. And now you're here and you have this video game system that I borrowed. Are you responsible to bring it back to its owner? Uh, I would probably just mail it to them because, or, yeah, I think I am responsible, so I would just bring it to them or mail it to them. You are, so there's no part of you that says, wait a minute, Dad, like, that's a deal that you made. You borrowed the thing. I don't see why I will have to be responsible for the thing that you borrowed. That was your deal, not mine. As far as I'm concerned, that thing is just in my living room, and it belongs to me now. Uh, but it's the family's duty to return it to the actual owner. What a good, mindful, soulful child. Now, let's make it even more difficult. What happened, and this is something that the page of Talmud today tells us very specifically, what happens if, God forbid, the PlayStation breaks? You know, someone trips over a wire and it falls and cracks and it's no longer working. 
are you responsible to pay the owner of the PlayStation 5 the price, the $500 or whatever that this thing costs? I think so because it depends who is the one who tripped over the cord and broke it. If it wasn't that person, if it was a friend of the kids, the person who borrowed it, then I think that the friend of the kid would be liable, not the kids. But you think definitely someone would be liable? Because look, the rabbis here use this interesting phrase that say if the cow dies and its death was caused by an unavoidable accident, then no one has to pay anything. Now, Hudson, I don't think it would be you know, disrespectful to you to say that like all children, you sometimes have accidents, correct? Mm-hmm. And sometimes when I say, Hudson, what just happened? You say, it was an accident, correct? Yes. So in your opinion, what is an unavoidable accident? What is the difference between an accident that you could totally avoid and an accident that's just, hey, dad, stop yelling at me. It was an unavoidable accident. It's even in the Talmud. I think an unavoidable accident is like if something was built in a way where it's not that easy to work through and if it breaks down one day something like a very junky car that's very old and you by actually do something wrong like press some of the wrong buttons that's an unavoidable accident i think so if it's like a really old car that's traveled a lot and has a really broken down engine well, I think the rabbis kind of agree. I think they kind of are saying, look, an unavoidable accident. It's like, look, man, cows age, and at some point, old cows, it's stuff's going to happen. It's not like you left a bunch of swords lying around, and the cow tripped on a sword and, and died. So an unavoidable accident is an accident that has to do more with the circumstances of the thing and, and less with your actions, correct? Yeah, correct. Okay, so just to make sure, if, God forbid, I pass away before I've returned something that I've borrowed, you're going to return it to its rightful owner. Yes. Hudson Secret Leibowitz, as always, thank you so much for being a gentleman and a Talmud scholar and our guest on Take One. You're welcome and thank you for having me. This has been Take One. If you enjoy the show, and I hope that you do, then you are really going to love the new book just published by me. It's called How the Talmud Can Change Your Life, Surprisingly Modern Advice from a Very Old Book. You can order it now at your local bookstore or directly from the publisher through the link in this here podcast description or through that big online store whose logo is, you know, a smile. As always, please go rate and review Take One on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to podcasts. You could get your Take One t-shirts and mugs and other swag at tabletstudios.com and you could subscribe to our weekly newsletter at tabletm.ag slash take one newsletter. Take One is a Tablet Studios production. The show is hosted by me, Leah Leibowitz, and is produced and edited by Daron Ruske, Quinn Waller, and Ellie Blyer. Our team also includes Stephanie Butnick, Josh Cross, Robert Scaramucci, Courtney Hazlett, and Tanya Singer. For more information, go to tabletmag.com slash takeone or email us at takeone at tabletmag.com. I hope we have made your day a little more Talmudic. Talmudic.